There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Happy podcast day. Happy Thursday. I am so excited. Tomorrow, I'm going to the retreat, and you get to have the weekend all to yourself. I am excited about that. What kind of projects are you going to do? Probably a whole lot of nothing. That's a project in itself. So I'm going to a church retreat weekend in Brenham, Texas with Church Project. And usually when one of us goes out of town, the other one will do some sort of project. I'll get into something. I don't know. Like, like, look, mom, look what I did. Like, you know, clean out a closet or something like that. Definitely organize something. Hint, hint, closet Uh, downstairs. Yeah. Well, that office needs to be done. So I'm excited because the weather is changing and we get to wear our Lulus with the- Oh, well, me and Amanda and I. Oh, yeah. I'm, a so I'm, go- I'm going with my friend. But guess what we talked about yesterday? Or actually, it was this morning. I had a fantastic idea. So tomorrow, we don't have to be in Brenham till five. Well, we're going to go ahead and leave a little bit earlier to maximize our time away from children and husbands. We're going to go to the Renaissance Festival. Oh, thanks for the invite. It's cool. It's just, it's Hope just, you'll us. have a blast. But you know what? How many times do you actually get to go to the Renaissance Festival with no kids? I don't know. I've kind of done it as a family thing, but if you want to venture out and do the well, solo I'm thing with go, your friends, I'm going to cool. go. I'm going to go with you guys. We'll go. But we can Thank also you. go. Amanda and I can also go by ourselves, but we can go into all the shops. That's more power to you because I don't like the shops. So you can go See? do your thing, get your fix on. Exactly. And then we can roll out and go with the family and I can do all the games. Yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about sugar. Last week, we had a really great podcast talking about heart damage, and we went over Trey's test, and we were told some really great information about Trey's test. And what's so cool about the pulse test, and we talked about this last week, is that it's going to test for nine different markers, nine different protein markers, that you can then do an extended lipid panel on top of that. So you kind of get to hone in on where the damage is coming from. And for Trey specifically, it was sugar. And you and I talked about, you're like, I don't eat a whole lot of sugar. I don't eat a whole lot it's of sugar. so good. But then we started digging in. We're like, okay, oh, what do you eat for lunch? And he was like, oh, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A. But you're still getting the white bread. You're getting the chips. It's all the it's all the carby, starchy stuff. I can go in the office and there's candy in the lobby. And You do not. I do. 
You eat the candy in the lobby? Sometimes. Every Monday and Tuesday? Mainly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to go over some statistics because I thought this was I thought this was thought really that was interesting. moderation. It's like once or twice a week. Okay. If you're an alcoholic, can you say, I'm going to have just a little bit of alcohol in moderation? I'm not a sugarholic. Do you think that sugar is addicting? I never said it wasn't. Do you know what the definition of something being an addiction is? Something that you choose to do habitually that alters or affects yourself or other people in your life. That was really good. And I really didn't pay attention to much of what you said, but <laughs> I am going to tell you that what I have written down wow. is that was, that was good. No, it was really good. <clears throat> Thank you. So basically sugar, cocaine, and oxytocin act the same. Did so, I say something that I, you liked? Just remember things in the past of what I remember may have, may not have happened. Okay. Sugar, cocaine, and oxytocin are three. What's oxytocin? Oxytocin. Oxytocin is a chemical that's in your brain that you actually produce. Oxytocin is what's produced and then you put sugar or cocaine in there. It produces it. Uh, right. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> so it's the feel good neurotransmitter. It is when, when a mother is nursing, she's producing oxytocin. It's a peptide or neuropeptide. Oh, okay. Wow. And it's a hormone here. in your brain. It's, it's made after childbirth. Oh, it's a response uh, after sexual activity. So that's why you sleep better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So whenever you, sugar and cocaine act the same way in the brain and if you know that sugar is acting the same way that cocaine does in your brain, then you know that it can be something that's addicting. So anything that's a definition of addiction is something where there's loss of control. Can you have loss of control with sugar? Oh, Halloween is approaching us and I will lose all control. Okay. Continued use despite your advice. Does that happen with sugar? Do you, do you continually use it despite the device, the advice that you have saying, hey, you got to cut back? Are we saying up to this point or moving forward? Either one <laughs> with anyone. Yes, I would agree with that. Okay. Withdrawal symptoms. Can you have withdrawal symptoms from sugar? Oh my gosh. Yes, they're horrible. Okay. Can you relapse with sugar? Absolutely. And can it get worse and worse? Yes. And can it be terminal? Can overuse of sugar be terminal? That I do not know, but I would imagine knowing what it does to the body, eventually you will keel over. The issue with sugar is that obviously you're really, really screwing up your brain on a day-to-day -day basis because of what's happening in your brain. But over time, you have an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. And with type 2 diabetes, a lot of people just think, oh, you know, oh my, you get type 2 diabetes. Okay, that's it. Like I'm going to have to watch my blood sugar or take some insulin or something like that. It's not just that. It's actually that you get kidney damage. You get heart damage, which is like where you were. So with some of your little pimples that you have inside your arteries, the start of it anyway. Blindness. Glad this is circled back around on me. It's cool. It's <laughs> Blind a great podcast well, today. You're my guinea pig. Um, <laughs> blindness, amputation, and of course, death. So... You have type 2 diabetes, but it's not just affecting adults anymore. It's actually affecting children too. And that's one of the one of the big things that people have to realize too is that the way that everything's been in our population, it's our parents who have gotten the diabetes, right? The baby booners, they've gotten the diabetes, but they did not get it until their 60s or so. 
We're now getting it earlier. We're getting <laughs> we're getting it in our thirties. Our generation. Our generation. Thirties and forties. Thirties and forties are having the same symptoms of what our yes. parents got in their fifties and sixties. So 60s. if we if if so we, we sped it up. We sped it up, but if we're getting it in our 30s and 40s, what's going to happen whenever we're in our 60s and our 70s? So our parents may not experience the amputation or the blindness or, or kidney damage. They just get the type 2 diabetes. They try to work with it with the insulin, and then, you know, they natural causes, they end up dying and whatever. But with, <laughs> with, but with, well, our, with our age group, if we get it sooner, then we're more likely to have some of those chronic issues that are associated with the diabetes. Now imagine if it's the children, like 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old. So the cycle continues and it speeds up their generation. So now they're getting it in their teens and their twenties. Yes. And you, what, what good is it if grandma's gone and you're in your fifties and your 30 year old son has type two diabetes, he's blind and he has no foot. I mean, well, you're taking this down a rabbit hole. I, I mean, but it is the reality. So in 2012, there was a study done based on trying to figure out how much sugar that each person was having in a year's time. And it came out to be 60 pounds of sugar per year. But what that averages out to is about 77 grams a day or about 19 teaspoons of sugar a day. Wow. That's aggressive. Okay, so 19 teaspoons is like 19 sugar cubes if you're in Europe. If you're in the U.S., we say sugar <laughs> packets, so 19 sugar packets. So visualize what that is. Imagine starting your day and grabbing 19 white sugar packets and putting them in a Ziploc bag and saying, this is what I'm going to eat today. This is going to be... Roll that out about every 30 minutes, just down one. I mean, like 19. <laughs> you would have to... I mean, how many... What, if the, if you're up for what twelve hours, say in a day, you're We're up, up a eating. lot longer than that. Well, yeah, you are kind of up a long, but let's just say twelve hours. So if you're trying to get eight hours of sleep, and there's twenty four. hours I know, but in you're not day. eating the whole entire time. But uh, just, you said up. Well, ima just imagine, just imagine, imagine. nineteen gram, nineteen teaspoons of sugar, nineteen sugar packets. Got it. Okay, divided by twelve. What is that? Not an even number. I know, but you know math and you do it in your head. I don't know. 12 minus it's seven, one point, whatever. So one point something, one point seven. Okay. So it's like it's probably one, wrong. Like one what and that, a John? half. So that means that for 12 hours every day, you're eating one and a half sugar packets. Okay. Can you imagine doing that? Is that when you go blind and lose a leg? That's when you go blind and lose a leg. But if you cut that in half, do you just go blind? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the recommended dosage <laughs> the recommended dosage is to have less than 250 calories per day. That's what the World Health Organization says. But even that's 250 calories? The 250 calories per day that came from sugar. Oh. Okay, so if you're having so you ain't getting if, very far on 250 calories. Well, if you're having 19 teaspoons of sugar per day, you multiply that times four, and then that's how many calories that person was having. So I'm sorry, not 19 teaspoons, grams. So one gram of carbohydrate is equal to four calories. You're, you're getting very scientific. Okay. Okay. Let's just put it this way. Men should not have more than 150 calories of sugar or 37.5 grams of sugar per day. 
So 37.5 grams is equivalent. How many bags of sugar? Let's just, okay, fine. All right. (laughs) I just need to know this in bags so I can get all my bags ready in the morning and just. Why don't you tell them some of your favorite, while I'm calculating this, why don't you tell them some of your favorite. Are we going hard candy? Are we going chocolate? Are we going liquid? I mean, Coca-Cola, Skittles, Runts, Gobstoppers, Lemon Drops, Cherry Bombs, whatchamacallits, oh my God. Like a for real, whatchamacallit? Yeah. Um, Out, what is it? So um, I'm done Reese's? Now. I'm done. 9.4 packets of sugar per day is the max of what you can have. Okay. Okay. So you're thinking, okay, that's There's terrible. my threshold. But you don't understand how much sugar is in food. How much is in food. So we're going to play a little game. All right. So we're going to play a little game. And it's how many... How many sugar packets are in the item that I tell you? So how many sugar packets are in one tablespoon of ketchup? There's sugar and ketchup? Yes, there's sugar and ketchup. Two. One. Okay. How many packets of sugar are in a little fruit chillers sorbet cup? If they're frozen and they're, they're Del Monte fruit chillers sorbet. <sighs> If there's one in ketchup, there's got to be like three or four in that. Six and a half packets. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good so stuff. you think you're doing good? Like, oh, I didn't get ice cream. I'm going to get. So I can have a, a packet of ketchup sorbet. and a sorbet, and I'm still under my 9.7. Doing yeah, good. That, but that's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> now, what about jam? One tablespoon of strawberry. Oh, don't mess with Smucker's my jam. jam. Yeah. Like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. Hopefully, not a lot. You use natural jam. So, <laughs> so three <laughs> teaspoons or three packets. Three packets. Okay. Three packets of so I can sugar. Have three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay. Think about that though. Hold on. One tablespoon is equivalent to three teaspoons, right? Well, if there's three teaspoons of sugar, then that means the whole thing is sugar. It's just pure sugar. It's just flavored sugar. <laughs> okay. It's hidden. So your peanut butter sandwich. Two tablespoons of peanut butter. This is Jeff though. Hold on. There's sugar and peanut butter? Yes. I'm not giving up my peanut butter. Yeah, I'm not. I'll lose a leg. There's one. I'll lose uh, one eye. But this is why I buy natural peanut butter. I do. I buy I buy natural peanut butter where there's no added sugar. I want the mm. ingredients to say peanuts, salt. That's what I thought it is. If you get Jif, it's like and hydrogenated oils. Do you have Jif in our house? No, I do not. I've never Nothing bought that starts with a J in our house that comes with peanut butter. Okay. So you think you're feeding your kid a good thing for lunch. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a, my kid's going to have some applesauce. How many teaspoons are in a little a little applesauce like container? Like those little, little packets? Just the little packets. Five. Four and a half. Four and a half teaspoons. Okay. Okay. What so about... So you got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, some applesauce. <laughs> okay. What about 12 ounces of Gatorade? Like Glacier Freeze, Gatorade. Oh, man. Those things have like 20 grams. Yeah, 21 grams. So that's one, two, three, four, five, five. All right. Mountain Dew. Oh, that's, God, that's so good too. Like a 24 ounce? 12 ounces. 12, I don't know, 32 grams? 46 grams. Nice. Or. Gotta do the dew, baby. <laughs> uh, 11 and a half sugar packets. Oof. 11 and a half. Can you imagine taking a cup of coffee and putting 11 and a half sugar packets? When we worked at Silverleaf, I'd have four cups of coffee a day. And they were these little six ounce glasses. In foam. In, in foam. And, and I would put two things of cream and six sugars in each. So I was doing 24 packs of sugar. Oh my gosh. Just in the coffee. And then I'd have candy and alcohol and probably ate fast food and 
Yeah, I'm surprised and many I didn't other lose things. an eye. <laughs> okay, what about a monster drink? Oh, man. Sugar-free? No. Clear. Monster yeah. drink. You don't know? The green one, the blue one, the 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 white one, the <laughs> black one. Which one? It's the black one. Oh, that one with the orange on it or the green. There's a lot of sugar in that. Okay, that's 54 grams of sugar. <sighs> 54 grams Stop and it. it's 13 and a half sugar t packets. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know people that literally have two of those a day and can't function without them. So if you're, so <laughs> as a, as a man, gram. your threshold is 37.5 grams of sugar per day. Oh. And as a female, 25 grams or a hundred calories. So if you're eating all these things, the, the thing is, is that you don't want to have things that are having the added sugar. Is there a counterbalance though? If I do more of this, it eliminates that like exercise. If I exercised, could I take my 37 and a half and increase it to 50? Because well, I'm burning it off. It's so subjective because A, you have different body types, you have different activity levels. And then of course you want to know what is happening on the inside of your body. So if you have somebody that they are like, a human garbage disposal and they're a runner, then you know what? Maybe they could handle more. But if you're someone and you have to look at everything, what's their mental state like? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they on the outside and on the inside test results look good, but maybe they can't focus on anything and they need to cut their sugar. Well, since the podcast last week, I told you I was going to start Monday. I started Tuesday, but uh, <laughs> what did you have good. for breakfast this morning at Kitty's? So I had three eggs over easy with hash browns and fruit. And fruit. Did you have any ketchup with your hash sugar in your coffee? I, I don't have, I've had black coffee for three years. Oh yeah. Okay. I did not have any sugar. I did have Tabasco and ketchup because I mixed my eggs and hash browns together in like a little slop. And it I got- like a slop. Listen, that's good for me. I got three <laughs> eggs, hash browns. I ate a sausage off somebody else's plate and then had my fruit. Good job. It's a good breakfast. Good job, country boy. Proud of myself. Good job, country boy breakfast. Look at you. Okay. And yesterday I went to Chick-fil-A okay. and oh, it was so hard. I broke down. I got a number five, which is the grilled chicken and I got fruit. Did you get that on a salad? It's exhilarating. Let's take the wins on some <laughs> that of the is a win. here. <laughs> that is a win. Listen. You, it's you, baby steps into this. You do have to- I went to Salada and I got a big bowl and I, I used every- freaking vegetable I could find on there. Now, probably I shouldn't have gotten the spicy chipotle ranch with the oh, spicy chipotle chicken, but I'm an 80-20 guy. Just telling you. Yeah. I've been doing 60-40, 60 bad, 40 good. If I flip that to 80-20, I'll throw my 20 of bad in there when it's deserved. I think that your the 80-20 is really, really great. And There's a butt coming. No, I think that the 20%, like the white bread that you had with your Chick-fil-A sandwich, that is a part of the 20%. Because sugar is so addicting, you can't do the little added pieces of sugar here and there. I'm not saying say never. It's just that when it comes to something so addicting as in sugar, it's so difficult to do a in moderation with that. Because it always creeps in and adds more. It you have to remember it's That's like discipline comes in. It's like too. drugs. But again, I'm not saying never say never. There's gonna be times where, you know, grandma makes a cake and you're like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't hurt be grandma's disrespectful feelings. To grandma. Right. Or our daughter when she makes an amazing cake for But you could have a smaller birthday. piece of cake. Yeah, we do get big pieces. So all right. 
it's really the added sugar. It's the added sugar that is your, that's the biggest thing. Once you shave all of that out, the, the little grab candy out of the candy bin at the office, candy from the gas station or drinks. It's a winter green mint. You know, those little winter green mints, actually the spearmint ones are so good. Those little packets. Yeah. You know, those lifesaver ones. Yes. That's bad. It's just pure sugar. I mean, you just want to stick in a couple of packets of sugar and I'm just, just being increase your courteous hol- to everyone increase at the office for good breath, you know. Cavities and whatever, but yeah. By the way, another thing, if you think about people wonder, they have this 80s mentality of oh, it's the fat, you know, it's the fat that's causing all the damage. Sure, hydrogenated oils, you know, way too many animal fats, they're not good for you. But sugar causes plaque inside your arteries as well. Sugar causes plaque and on your teeth, it causes plaque in your arteries. And the same bacteria that they have found in the heart, they have also found it's also in your mouth. So it's super, super important to lower the added sugar. I'm not talking about natural occurring sugar. I'm talking about added sugar. And you have to know how to read your labels. And this is where it gets important. If you have to write on a little piece of note, book or card or sticky note or whatever, and stick it on your car or in your wallet or whatever, but know the names of sugars. So anything with ending in O-S-E, O-S, is considered a sugar. It is a sugar. So like fructose, lactose, sucrose, dextrose, glucose, and maltose. Those are all sugars. Maltodextrin, that's a corn sugar. Anything that says syrup, that's a sugar. High fructose corn syrup. They'll even write HFCS so that they hide it. They take these names of sugars and they change them. They change their names so that you don't know what you're getting. You're so smart. I know. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that you can do is think about crowding out. There's this theory of crowding out. Crowding out means that if you're filling yourself full of fruits and vegetables and whole foods, then you're not going to have as much space for the things that are the worst for you. No, the, the cravings go down for sugar. sure. Yeah. You just got to get like, for me, it's, you know, once I commit, once I make a decision, it's like, okay, I'm going to be pretty clean. And it's the cravings that will get me sometimes and I'll, I'll bend, but I won't break. It takes about two weeks to get those habits, at least for me anyway, out of the way of the bad stuff. And then it's just those habitual, you know, little drop-ins of things. I think that if you're doing that, you have to know whether you can afford to do that or not. Because if you're having white breads and bagels and pastas and white rice, those still break down into sugar. So that's the thing. If you're eating like a whole, you know, paleo all throughout the day, and then you go to a birthday party and then you had nothing that you ate had any added sugar, nothing. And then you go to a birthday party and there's cake and you want that cake. Eat your cake. Eat your cake. Eat your cake. Why you gotta go there? I eat. Eat your cake. (laughs) Eat. Just eat it. (laughs) But if you are thinking, oh, I'm not having the Cokes and I didn't eat the sugar packets at the office or the candy or whatever, but your breakfast consisted of cereal that had added sugar in the cereal and then you had Jimmy John's with the white bread at lunch and then also the starchy potato chips that were deep fried 
then you're having a trail mix. Like you think, oh, I'm having my little Omega trail mix. Like I'm all so cool and stuff. But really it has cranberries in it, dried cranberries. You know, it's a better choice, but it still has added sugar in it. So that's the thing is that you have to take some time. Let's go back to kale chips, honey. Kale chips? That's it. Hey, listen, kale chips are awesome. (laughs) Can you put some sugar on them? (laughs) (laughs) So when you're thinking, okay, I really want to clean up my sugar and I don't know how. One of the best things that you can do is download the MyFitness app. If you're at a point where, hey, you want to hire someone to help you, you can go hire a dietitian to make you a meal plan. You can go that route. Or you could do something like download MyFitnessPal and get a general idea of how many calories, what comes from protein, carbs, fat. So whenever you have MyFitnessPal, you download it. It's going to ask you to set up your profile and it's going to ask you how many calories you need in a day or, or how many calories you want to have in a day. And you would enter in your number. Okay. So I just got back from Alicia yesterday. Right. Alicia's at Finish First. She's, she's an amazing physical therapist and trainer. She's been kicking my butt for nine weeks along with Gina and Isaac. They're amazing if you need to go see them. But she said, I need to be doing 3,750 calories on the days I work out and 2,500 calories on the days I don't. Okay. So that would all go into the MyFitnessPal app? What you would do is you would go into MyFitnessPal. You would enter in those calories that she told you. And do you know how much of that was? 205 in protein, 365 in carbs and... 163 in fats. So you could enter in those numbers and then that will tell you how many of those calories are going to be protein, how many are going to be fat, and how many are going to be carbs. As far as what the food is, it'll break down the food. Well, you're going to enter in your own food. So what you could do is you lay there at night and you enter in your profile and you got someone to maybe write up how much you need. Or maybe you didn't have somebody write up what you need. You're just guessing. You can guess. If you're going to guess, though, how much, you, how much you need, go a little bit over so you're not malnourished. I mean, don't go like this crazy, especially if you're a guy. Don't go like 1,500 calories. It's ridiculous. Even females. I mean, to be so – unless you're like super petite, but to be – you know, people are doing like 1200. They're putting their bodies in such a starvation mode and they're really, really stressing out their adrenals. So if you just know that you're eating way too much, way too much, you have, but you don't know the specifics. Or eating the wrong things. Go based on 2200 calories in a day. You could go based on 2200 and then you enter that in and then you play around with the diet and then you say, okay, I've lost weight you can stay at that number. Then when you're ready to go to the next level, if you need to make adjustments, make adjustments. But for you, in your case, she gave you how much you should eat on a workout day versus a non-workout day. So you would make that adjustment on your diet, okay, in the app. You would sit there and go, okay, here is what I would like for breakfast and go ahead and enter it in. Here's something I would like for lunch. Go ahead and enter it in. Like, I mean, just make up something. What's your favorite thing? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I don't know. Jimmy John's Chick-fil-A. Jimmy John's. Work it in. So you enter that in. Enter in Jimmy John's. Enter in what you would have for dinner, an idea. Okay. Then you go back and you look at your numbers and you're like, wait a second, that fat is way too high. So it's that easy? Yes, it's that easy. Those carbs are way too high. Then you go back in and you look at your diet and you're like, okay, I guess I could, I guess I'll take this 
piece of bread out or something instead of instead of doing or the, maybe not doing the chips let me take out the chips and that takes out some of those carbs because maybe you might be over because you're gonna it's gonna have a pie so you chart. kind of find your dance you find your rhythm yes you can do it that way this is a free way it's nothing's cheaper than free but there might be some time where you're going to have some errors and you got to give yourself that but you can also hire someone you can hire someone but maybe if you don't have the money then go the freeway you could also do don't go the tollway <laughs> you dork yeah, you could also do something bad. like a weight watchers <laughs> that's a dad joke as avery would say yeah that was a total dad joke did you see that mannequin at gap what can the oh you're the one who told me about it oh my god that was hilarious there is a mannequin <laughs> at gap right it said dad bought on it and it was literally a mannequin with a belly. So it was probably out of like a pregnant woman's store. And then they put a dude's no t-shirt on it and it had this big belly on it. <laughs> dad bod. Oh my gosh. It was awesome. Oh man. So, so they're promoting it now. I mean, wouldn't that kind of get in the way of certain extracurricular activities? That's not my place. I mean, because you could grow some size if you were to reduce size. In I could grow some size. I'm just saying that if you have a very large belly, then it's going to interfere with your ability to travel further <laughs> through the tunnels. Good Lord. We'll just go with that. Okay. Anyway, so many different ways that you can work on your diet. You can play around with it. You can hire someone. You can look online, look for meal plans. You can marry someone. Start with something. I love the My Fitness Pal. I think it's awesome. Glad you have a pal. I'm glad I have a pal. All right. I think that's it. So I hope that that helps some people in cutting their sugar. And, and by the way, this is cool. Is this new? I just have to say, I have many women deal with migraines, and I actually cannot have any sugar whatsoever. No. It's been how many years? I can't tell you since you've had sugar. I have not had any added sugar in. Forever. It is instant debilitation. I forgot. I've, one of the things I wanted to do is give an idea of breakfast because everything's going to start with eggs, your breakfast. Eggs, avocado, and fruit. Eggs, avocado, fruit. That would be a good breakfast. You have to find out what sustains you. What is your morning like? If you have to run into the office and you don't have an opportunity to eat again until lunch, like this, that's it. There is no other opportunity. Then you have to eat something that is going to be a good combination of protein, carbs, and fat that will sustain you over. But maybe your job allows you to fast for a while in the morning, and then you can break your fast with something that you bring with you that you can just eat really quick and you only need it to hold you over for an hour and a half until your lunch break. You've got to figure that out, but you've got to kind of work it out in those numbers in your MyFitnessPal. I thought you said we were done. We were done, but I forgot to add that. Um, I forgot I'm to ADD. I go to your book and you go to back in to preach it. I forgot to, I forgot to say this. It's important that the first start of your day is not just pure sugar, because if you start your day with pure sugar, you're going to have your blood sugar drop and then it's just a mess. When you have migraines, I had to figure this out because if you have an increase in your blood sugar, it triggers a migraine. If you have a decrease in your blood sugar, it triggers a migraine. With migraines, there's so many different triggers and basically anytime your homeostasis is off, then you can easily get a migraine. And 
unfortunately, blood sugar imbalances definitely trigger that. So for me, it's a all or nothing when it comes to sugar. I am 100% nothing and I've gotten my life completely back because as you know, it was like I'd be down for 24 hours, just puking, diarrhea, all of it, couldn't move. It's never worth it to me. It's never worth it to waste my whole entire next day. So good luck. <laughs> well, thank okay. you. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.